welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. This week, I'm super inspired by our guest, and I first read his story recently on the Behind the Racket uh, posting that Noah Rubin runs, and we've had him on the podcast, but Libello, Libello, I keep pronouncing it. Oh, <laughs> hey, no. that was good enough. That was good enough. <laughs> he, uh, his story caught my eye. He caught a lot of players in my office's eye, and we started talking about him. So I reached out. I said, I have to talk to you. I need to know more. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining thank, me. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Like, you're, <laughs> I, I have goosebumps just right now. Like, rethinking about your whole story. So I, I want you to tell it, tell me, tell me how you started playing tennis and your journey. You played college tennis. You, you worked several jobs in college. You were an, yeah, you were, you're amazing. Okay. Get, let's uh, thank get, you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> let's you. get started. How did it, how did it all begin for you? Okay. So let me start all the way from the beginning, right? So all the way from be, the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, um, I used to be a swimmer. Okay. And I was I was quite decent and I loved it, but it was at a swimming pool, right? So what happened was with swimming, they started charging us like five cents for it, you know. So it was some of those things like back home, like my dad was making like eighty dollars, and like my mom didn't work at the time, you know. So it was like supporting me, my brother, my sister, and my mom. So it's supporting like basically like five people to eat, you know. So he was like this is crazy. There's no way I'm paying money for you to go do sports. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so obviously I had to stop. And then um, over winter break, cause winter was coming. Uh, the, uh, the seasons are a bit different. So I'd go home over to my grandma's house. There's like a bunch of rivers over there. They have a lot of water back in the city. So then um I was swimming in the rivers. I got pretty good from landing in the rivers, but it's different because the water is flowing, yeah? Yeah. But anyway, I um, came back and I was like, okay, you know what, man? Like, what can I do, right? And then my brother, he he was just cruising around, came back with a bunch of tennis balls one time and um, he started selling them around, you know, because everybody liked them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, because there's so many things you can do with it, you know, just play around, like, and then all people can use it for, like, sticks or, like, Carrie, yeah. you know, yeah. so I was like, oh my word, this is awesome. I got to get into it. <laughs> and then I was just like, okay, cool. I got into it and then we were selling them together. And then me and my brother, one time, one of the coaches actually caught us doing that. And then it was like, okay, guys, like nobody's really allowed to be taking these tennis balls, you know? But then he's like, but you guys can play. You nice. know, I was like, okay, first of all, it's like, I always wanted to play tennis, you know, but like, it's like, I can because it's like more of like the wall for your kids. Yeah. You know, it's like, you see, it's like more like that. You know, there's, you know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. Well, I'm, I'm like, walking, where do you yeah. find a racket? And yeah, you know, first of all, yeah, exactly. Yeah. First of all, I'm like, racket, clothes, I gotta look nice. Mm-hmm. I'm all of these things. And then I'm like, okay, you know what, man? Like, this, there's no way. Like, this is the best I could do. But anyway, um, they were like, yeah, you can play if you want to, you know? So then they let us play. So there's this thing, it's called the International Tennis Federation, the ITF. 
So the ITF gave like my country like free rackets and tennis balls and stuff like that. So I played with like, um, I remember I started off with a COD 3. That was the name of the racket, ITF COD 3. You know, so you get promoted as you go along, right? Cut yeah. three, cut two, cut one. And then after cut one, you get the big rocket. <laughs> anyway, so um, sort of playing like um, some little, we have a tournament, it was um, a Coca-Cola tournament. So what would happen is we get like free t-shirts, you know? So in my head, I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Like I can get to play and get free t-shirts and food. This is great. Like no other sport can give me this. So then, <laughs> so then I played, I played, and then um, we had like, a, I would win those little tournaments and it was weird because I played barefoot, right? Some of the kids would have like some really nice shoes, but then at the time I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just like, I'm just having so much fun, you know? And um, I started winning some, beating these kids who were like from like the better areas, you know? <laughs> and then I was shocked at myself too. I'm like, wait. Are you kidding me, dude? Like, you're kind of good. Like, <laughs> you know? And um, kept playing, kept playing, and started winning, like, some little, like, uh, tournaments in the country, mm-hmm. right? And um, there was this tournament. It was in Botswana, and um, I couldn't go. My brother went for it. So I was like, wait, so we can travel? Because my brother, we started playing about the same time, and then I saw him traveling to Botswana, you know, and then he came back, he had like nice shoes, like the country's flat. And I was like, they bought you shoes? It's like, yeah, man, they get me shoes, shorts. He, he was a cool guy, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, man, I look at my feet. I'm like, I'm walking barefoot at the time. I'm like, I remember, so me and my friends would like walk around and get like rubber bands and like make tennis balls out of them too. Oh my God. I so love that's that. how we like that's play so around. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but we get them from like from like uh office trash cans and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then we'll make them make them round thick and then go sell them. Right. So I came back, you know, I remember I had like a little envelope bag. So like you know, now my envelope, I'll punch yeah. punch holes in it and then make it into school bag. <laughs> but anyway, um, I remember getting back and my brother was just from Botswana and he's looking all nice. And I was like, I kind of want this. This is what I want. Yeah. But anyway, um, there was an under 13 tournament that played in South Africa. So I was born in Lesotho, right? And um, at the time I was around like 10 or 11. And um, this tournament was like a South, Southern African tournament. So you get Northern African time, tournament, Western African tournament. There was a Southern African tournament. I was only like 11 at the time, under 13. And um, I went for the tournament, right? Oh, my word. So it was so funny, like, because I'm, like, the underdog. I was, like, the youngest guy in this tournament. Everybody just looks at me, like, it's a whatever, like, that kid, you know? Yeah. I win my first round. I win my second round. I make it into the third round. Everybody's just like, wait, you know? Who's that guy? <laughs> yeah, who's this guy, you know? And then I made it to... um I made it all the way out to the finals. And which is kind of more like, when I made it to the finals, I remember that night I couldn't sleep. Cause I'm like, this is crazy. Like the kid I was playing, I saw him play as well. This kid had everything. Like he had everything that you can be like, okay, tennis player needs. He had, so at the time I, I used to look at what people were. So it's the weirdest thing ever, but like they come in in like full Nikes, a big, a big rocket bag that intimidated me a little bit. So I'm seeing this guy, like a nice headband. I'm like, man, I'm playing this guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
he probably thought the same thing about you. Man, I'm playing this guy. Where's his yeah, head it, to tell? Like, I get for, yeah, I asked him, like, saw each other late in the years. And it's just like, dude, I was a little bit worried because I'm like, this guy's a hustler, man. Like, <laughs> he gets to every ball. Like, there's no ball that just goes down and fighting, fighting for it. It's like, I knew I was coming in for a fight. Yeah. You know, but anyway, um, we finished the match. I won it, actually. And that was like, probably like the start of my, my real career because I got so much exposure out of it. People started seeing me, but I went back to the suit, too. And I got back to the suit. I was looking nice. and I, But I had a, a little medal, which made me different from everybody. <laughs> So I was like, okay, this is awesome, right? But anyway, um, we'd only have that tournament once a year. So that means there were not many tournaments. So it meant the whole the rest of the year, there was not much we could do. But then there's um another guy who had kids there. His name is in that demotrojo. And he would do like some South African tournaments about maybe five, four hours away. And he would take all the kids, like all the younger kids playing and he he would like load us back in his car and just take us for tournaments. We stay in like hostels. Yeah. Like it was probably one of the best times I've had in, the, in my tennis career, to be honest. But um, he would just take us. And then from there, I got a little bit of some exposure, but still it was not enough. Mm-hmm. So it kind of led to a point where by um, the fact that my parents, like my, only my dad was working and my mom wasn't working. My mom started selling um, curtains on the side street. Okay. Like you know, a curtain for the house, right? Okay. By the windows. And um I did that with her and I was like the um the guy who goes out to people who calls people to come buy stuff. I had like a little lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, come buy from us. We have the best new curtains. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I did that for a little while, you know, just to make some money, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, after a while, I was like, okay, mom, like, this is great. But like, it's like, I'm at the, at the tennis courts, like my feet are like bending off. Actually, no, sorry. This was before, before I went for the tournaments, before I won my, before I got my first tennis shoes. And then I told her, I was like, Wait, hey, wait, wait. Like, like, say that one more time for like anyone listening before I got my first tennis shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Keep going. Yeah. That was, so before I got my first tennis shoes, it was some of those things. Like, I, um, like, I had to quit like selling curtains with my mom and then kind of do like my own thing and then like maybe later go back and help her so I went out so I would go from like office to office selling oranges okay all right because my mom gave me some some pocket money for for like helping her with the curtains so then I went out you know like you can buy an orange um a bag of orange orange bag and like and then I would sell them individually okay but then I would walk into office to office because it was winter Nobody wanted to be outside, right? <laughs> yeah. So my strategy was like, you know what, Labello, you're gonna go in and give it to them, right? So I, they knew me, like I'm. Oh man, this are the good days. I would walk in and like, oh yeah, the orange boy is here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be hard to say no to you, anyways. You've got such yeah, like a, a positive spirit. <laughs> it was it was a good time, you know. I yeah. loved it, you know. At the time, like you know, I'm saving up. You know, like I need to buy myself some good tennis shoes as well, you know, yeah, some clothing because I want to look nice too, you know. But anyway, I um, went around, sold a bunch of oranges, you know, and um, actually did so well that I hired my best friend to walk with me. Oh my, (laughs) how old were you? This is amazing. Entrepreneurship. Even before I was 11, actually, I I was like nine or eight at the time. Like I was still very young. Okay. 
But anyway, I did that and that was fun. Like, um, I enjoyed every bit of it, but it was just so funny because like, we see like some school friends. You know? <laughs> it's like a little embarrassing at the time, to be honest, you know? No, and then my so friend funny. would like, I'll be like, okay, walk on the other side of the, of the street. And I was on the other side. And then we see like a cute girl that we know from school, obviously. <laughs> and then he was shout my name. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're not helping me here, man. I wanted to show me just, I just wanted to see me nice shoes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. But anyway, um, that was part of it. And um, I got a good pair of shoes actually from that as well, you know, um, which was huge for me because then that meant I could spend more hours in the tennis court because I could stop playing because my spirit would start cheering. Like, you know, because we we're playing on hard court. Oh, yeah. You know, so playing on hard court, that means like, you're moving like, oh man, it's it's hard. And this yeah. is like it gets very hard. Like it gets hard, especially during the day. So like my feet would start cheering and then I have to stop. And sometimes I'd go like um, because people would like throw their shoes away. Yeah. So when they throw their shoes, like when they're like, I have holes and stuff like that, and then I'll pick them up and like put like a little card box, like you know, like a little card box at the edges. But which meant like after every point, I have to keep putting the edge back <laughs> yeah. and then people get so annoyed like <laughs> to skip forward to where I was when I was around 11 11 12 um one of the guys who used to coach me right because I it was like it started getting hard to be honest you know like it's not easy when you like at the same time like you have to like kind of help with the family you know what I mean you got these things you gotta do but yet at the same time you want to play tennis yeah you know, my parents never understood it that way. Like, hey, dude, like, tennis could actually be a thing. Like, you know, for them, they were just like, okay, dude, play tennis. This is he just having fun. Like, you know, but then for me at the time, I started seeing, like, what could come out of it. Not, I never even thought I would be here, but I was just like, at the time, like, I can get some nice tennis shoes. Like, right. you know, I can have some clothes. Because back home, we only get clothes once a year. Okay. And that's Christmas. Okay. You know, it goes for Christmas and for Boxing Day. Boxing Day is the day yeah. after Christmas. Yeah. Those are, <laughs> yeah. So you get one pair of shoes, like, to last year all year, and the clothes only on Christmas. So it's like, man, like, it would help if I could buy my own clothes like that, you know? But, you know, to make the story short, I had to stop playing because I could, cause, because of my feet, obviously. They were, like, affecting me dramatically. And um, at the time, Lesut didn't have much going on with the tennis world. You know, and um, I was just like, you know what, man, like, maybe this is not for me, you know. And then I stopped playing. Um, I started being more focused on selling with my mom. You know, I was like, you know, at least I'm helping my, I'm helping everybody back home. I'm putting food on the table now, you know, like, I need this. It made me feel good, you know. <laughs> at the time, I'm still so young, but it really made me feel good. And uh, one of the coaches, actually, um, he came to my house and then he was like, hey, man, um, we need Labello. We need Labello. You know, Labello has a lot of potential and we feel like we could do more of his tennis, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went back and I played more. I played more. I played more. <laughs> and um, the same coach actually left. He left for South Africa. And um, when he left for South Africa, I was like, okay, wow, this is not good for me, you know. Because he was like, he got me. So which meant like he was fully invested in my tennis, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, like, what do I do? This is not good. So, like, I stopped playing for a few months, to be honest. And um, he, like, reached out. And he was like, dude, like, 
come join me over here. You know what I mean? Like I can find you like some scholarships. We'll figure it out. Right. You know, just come over here. We're going to figure it out. And then I went over. This was in, in George, South Africa. Okay. Because I was born in Lesotho. It was like 10 hours away from where I was. Okay. Here. So at the time, I'm like, maybe like, yeah, I was like 11. And now I'm living home at age 11. And now my parents are like, this is, you like 10 hours away? Like, what yeah. if something happens to you? Like, you know. But then like when I was in that journey living home, like I think that was a, uh, one of the biggest growth moments of my life because he uh, he really let me be independent from such a young age, you know what I mean? Um, so it was a point where I was like, this is unfair. But <laughs> but honestly, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because he really helped me when he needed to help me. But most of the time he was like, dude, go get it. Like, yeah. You know, like, so I had to kind of more like figure it out myself. Totally. You know? And I got lucky. I, I got a, a scholarship into a school called Glenwood House. That was in George, South Africa. And I played over there and um, I started off and I started off, I was just like one of like the good players. And then um, in my second year, I tried for like the the state stuff, um, like the, yeah, here, back home we call them the province, but here in America it's called the state. Okay. And I tried for the state and then I was number one for like straight four years in the state, which was um, huge for me at the time I was ranked top 10 in South Africa. Nice. Uh, so I was playing uh, some good tennis. And um, after I finished that, like I was done. And um, oh, before I finished, there was another girl. She came to America, you know. So I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. There's still more. Yeah. You know? I'm a <laughs> yeah. Player, How do I know? do like, that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there's still more. I could, uh, this is amazing. Like, you know, so then I looked up ways so I could come in and I started reaching out to other people, you know. And, um, Figure out like, hey, dude, like, honestly, first thing that you got to do is record a video of yourself playing. So then I recorded a video of myself playing and put it up on YouTube. You know, I like tennis recording video like everybody does. Yeah, you know? <laughs> there's and like then, thousands uh, <laughs> of them. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I put it up on YouTube and actually a bunch of coaches reached out to me and they're like, dude, like, we want you in our team. We want you to come join our team, you know. But um it happened like last minute that I couldn't go to, um, I couldn't go with the NCAA, the school that were going to give me a scholarship. Okay. So which meant that I had to um, start with the uh, um, junior college. Okay. And um, I was talking, like testing all these other colleges, out, like all these other, talking to all these different coaches. And it's so funny. Like I was talking to this one, all of them could not really give me a full ride because it's a junior college. So even the fact, someone like you pay 2000 level of, for you, I'm like, I'm like, dude, can you please come to Africa and look at what I'm talking about? Like, that is a lot of money. Like, yeah. but anyway, they were like, oh, yeah, we just pay this amount. Like, so you'll be okay, you know. But I went to a small college, you know, college. Uh, I went to um, uh, a school called um, Where the Saints. Okay. See what see what county community college. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um went to see what and when I got over there, it was just so funny. Oh wait, let me take you back a little bit. Skip your thoughts. I also have so, to ask you, like in your video, did you yeah. have any talking or was it just tennis? 
Um, it was just tennis, to be honest. Because <laughs> I feel like your me- personality would sell you so much too. Like someone see, would be like, I need that guy on my team. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's so funny you said that because in my team, when I got to uh, Kansas, I was like the guy that talk, the guy who's just motivating the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Like I was that guy. My coach would be like, Labella, talk, man. This guy's going to hear you. <laughs> I love it. Okay, go ahead. You know? <laughs> but anyway, so when I finished in South Africa, right? So I was like, okay. Um, so obviously after I'm done in South Africa, they helped me in my school. They did that part. So now I have to go back home, right? Yeah. So when I get home, I'm like, okay, I'm scratching my mind. I'm like, okay, Labella, you know, there's this opportunity for you to go to America, right? But now it's like, where do we start? Yeah. You get, you get some good offers, you know? But honestly, when the NCA declined my, uh, it said no to me. Oh man, I was like, this is it. There's, there's just no way. This is the end of it. You know what I mean? But then I found out there's another way you can always get around it. So that's how I got into junior college, right? I did junior college, but before I left, I um, I went from like office to office because the same people I used to sell oranges to, yeah, I went back again. But now I'm like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this time I got a scholarship to America and I want to go to America. Let's know? go. Wanna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, many of them were too much of a short notice because I was still in South Africa at the time. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't really help me. So this is so weird, right? So I don't know. My dad works at the Royal Palace because where I'm from, we still have a king. Okay. Right? King Litsia the third. Okay. So the king, he reads newspapers, he follows everything that's happening around. And my dad worked for him. Yeah. So then I tell my dad, I'm like, man, I've tried everything. Like I went to my old clients for selling oranges, but now everything's too last minute right now. I don't know what to do, you know. They're not getting paid in a while, you know. But then he's like, I was like, hey, how about we talk to the king? Can you get me a meeting with him? And then he's like, yeah, I'll get you in with the king, you know. And um, he what? got me in the meeting. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm over there. I'm like shaking. Like, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, and it's, it was funny because he knew me. Yeah. He knew of me. You know what I mean? Because he'd be updated on what's happening. Like, okay, yeah. The spots, you know. So he knew me by my first the last name. So to me, I was like, <gasps> you know. <laughs> oh but anyway, yeah, he's like, hey man, Labello, I don't um, I don't promise that we're gonna help you, but we'll see what we can do. When do you want to come back and stuff like that? I was like, sir, just get me a one-way fly. Like, <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> I just want to go play tennis in America. Like, I just want to go, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, all right, man, uh, we'll see what we can do. No promises, you know? And then the following day, my dad literally, like, gave me a call. And then he was like, hey, man, like, we're in it. You're good. Like, you know, so you get the flight, you know, your flight is booked. That's insane. You know, but now it's like the fact that I told them I'm going to Kansas, right? So everybody back home, <laughs> when you, so when you think of America, so it's like, okay, so we have New York, Miami, and uh, Vec, like LA, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, I'm going to Kansas. So I'm looking it up on the map and I'm looking at the images. I'm looking at Kansas City. So I'm like, oh, this city's all right. I'm going to like it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my, my, the king books me a flight to go to Kansas City because I'm going to Kansas. <laughs> Only to find out when I got to Kansas City, I called my coach. I'm like, hey, coach, at this time, I've got $20 in my pocket, right? Because oh that's all my parents could raise for me to come here. 
So then I tell, I, I give, I give, um, I give my coach a call. I'm a coach. I'm here. I'm here. I'm super excited. I'm like, he's like, where are you, Labella? In Kansas City at the airport. He's like, oh no, man. You should have used the Wichita airport. This one is too far. <laughs> so I'm like, I look at it and then we're like, okay, coach, what do I do now? I've got about, like, I didn't tell him I didn't have money with me, to be honest. But um, I was just like, okay, what do we do now? He's like, can you book, um, can you book yourself like a train? I was like, coach, I don't have that amount of money with me, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I'll book you a train. But the train leaves at like 10 p.m. at night. And I got to take another taxi to get to the train station. So I'm like, okay, cool. We got $20, Labella. How are we going to do this? I take the walk. The walk was about a good hour. I've got my big bag with me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, walk- I'm walking this. I don't care. <laughs> took screenshots. Because I didn't have, obviously, I didn't have like American Network. So I was still by the Wi-Fi, took screenshots at the road. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm walking. This kid walking around with a big rocket bag and a oh huge bag. About an hour. Got to the train station and I got over there and because uh, I was hungry. So I um I went into like a low gas station. Okay, bread is super expensive here. Yeah, I got yeah. over there. Bread was like 2 $3. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I transferred it into the currency back home. I was like, this is almost like a 40 rand bread. Like, oh what? God. So I'm like, this is crazy, right? So then at the time, and then I saw the price, but I didn't know that you pay taxes after paying. <laughs> so I was like, America. okay. <laughs> yeah, so like I'm telling this lady who was like, I'm like, I'm getting robbed right now. Like, I'm still getting robbed. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, I'm like, it's all right. It's all right, LaBella. You're in America now. Like, adapt, bro. Adapt, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, it's all good. I'll pay for it. I didn't know. And then I asked for like a, a bottle. There was like a, a youth bottle. And then I was like, can I get some tap water? So then that loaf of bread, it was around lunchtime at the time, that loaf of bread, I took it. And then um, I got some water as well. It drove me through, like, and then it drove me all night. And then I made it over in Kansas. And it was just so funny though, because we got over there, like, so everybody arrived, right? And now we are all making these trips to Walmart and stuff like that. Yeah. Everybody have we had like about 21 people in my team. Wow. So, so then these guys come out, big bags, you know, they have all these duvets, you know. Yeah. New sheets, like, new towels. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I didn't even have the buffing stuff. Like, so then I'm like, oh, I just had a, a bar of soap. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, man, this is crazy. Cause in my head, I kept thinking, you know what, man? Because they were like, oh, you go to Walmart. Walmart is so cheap. You can get everything. So I'm like, you know what? All I want is just like a low, like, duvet for my bed, right? And then I was like, okay, this is okay. And uh, I walked in. Everything was expensive. Yeah. There was no way. Like, there was no way I would have actually bought anything. Like, a duvet was like $24. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I'm like $15 down. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. You and bought that I- bread. Yeah. Like- <laughs> you know? <laughs> I tell I tell my coach, I'm like, hey coach, like I can't, I cannot buy this stuff, you know. And he's like, it's okay, it's all right, man. He had like two little girls and um he came back and then he had like some little like blankets they used to use. I remember they were like he was a, a big Dallas Cowboy fan. Okay. So was like a Dallas Cowboy blanket. And he's like, Me in America, man, we support football. Yeah. Not the kicking football, the front football. And you're a Dallas Cowboy now. Nice. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. He gave me these Dallas Cowboy blankets. And um, 
he gave me a job and um it was it was just some of those things when I first started I was not even really like one of the best players at all in my first season mm-hmm. you know but it was just some of those things he told me he's like dude like the only way that you'll even get a scholarship the following year you have to prove yourself mm-hmm. you know and that's what's what sold me to him when I was talking to him we FaceTime before I left Africa WhatsApp call really mm-hmm. but um he told me he's like man like if you work hard here you'll make it yeah you know and then I was just always I was like dude I've been working hard my whole life like yeah you know like I'm ready for it. like I just believe there's nobody's gonna work harder than me in any team you know so then um I went in over there, got in. I was not one of the best players, but I I, um, I changed, like, starting off not the best, and then I started working. And these guys, okay, mark me, I'm around maybe, like, 5'9", you know? And all of these guys come in, like, 6'4", you know? I'm like, okay, these guys are big. First of all, like, I'm like, how am I even going to, like, do this? So all over there, all over the net, you know? Like, when you play doubles, I've always specialized in doubles. Like, I like singles too a lot, but I love doubles. So I'm like, man, this is going to be tough. These guys are big. The volleys are amazing. It's like, yeah. where do you even start, Lebel? I'm looking at these guys, super athletic, everything. I'm like, wow, this is going to be a tough one. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> at least I'm not telling anybody. I'm laying in bed thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm not going back home. Because yeah. at this time, I've seen what the world is. You know, I've seen what America looks like. You know, I've seen what the what the world could look like, you mm-hmm. know, because I knew I was like, I'm not going to go back home with that lifestyle that we had. I want to know something better. I want to be able to help my family out. Yeah. You know, so I'm sitting there. I'm like, I need to figure this out. So then I was like, OK, you cannot make yourself grow taller. That's number one. And I was like, but I can gain some muscle, which will help me like get a little stronger. So I was in the gym, like, before everybody woke up, I was in the gym working out. So then, which I did so well, and because they gave me a job, because I told them, like, hey, guys, like, I like to open the gym early morning, because I will always be there. Yeah. So I can be the guy who opens the gym, and there wouldn't be a lot of people. Yeah. So then I would work out in that same time where I'm opening the gym, and then um, I'd work out just so I can get some muscle on me, get a little stronger. and then. as soon as as soon as that ends, would go over, um, would go for class, right, and then yeah. go back, go practice, and then after practice, go for class, go back for weights again. But then like, it was like some of those things, like tennis training, you know what I mean? Right. Which is great. But for me, I wanted to gain muscle so I can be able to compete with these guys. Because mm-hmm. if I did exactly what we are all doing, there was no way I would have like stayed up with it. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, I have to do way more. I have to, that means I have to wake up super early before they wake up and just get on my grind. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> By the time they wake up, I've already had like this time span of about five, six hours that I would have done something to make me better. Yeah. But we go to training and I'm still pushing myself out there. But anyway, to make the story short, um, and then my first year, and then the coach came up at the end of the season. He's like, do like, you know, you got your scholarship, you know, you're good now, you know, probably the best news I ever received, to be honest. Let's go, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I was like, some of those things, like, if I didn't, I mean, I had to go back home, because I was like, because I still had, like, some outstanding balances, like, them. I was working a lot, like, about 30, 35 hours a week, but it was still not enough, 
like I tried and there was only there's only 24 hours in a day I know, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm like no one yeah. out there has excuses because you're like yeah yeah <laughs> I know I was just like I wish there were more hours like I just you know and like I still have so much homework as much as everybody else does like I was just like man like I like I just I just wish for more hours you right. know yeah but anyway, to make the story short, the second year I got my scholarship, you know what I mean? I was living a little bit more comfortable, Okay. you know, but um, did my my, uh, my junior college years. And um, after my junior college, I then went to uh, Florida A&M, played a Florida, I played there for one year. And then um, I received another scholarship out in Jackson, Jackson State University. I played at Jackson State, um, did really well, actually, my last season. And after that, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm I'm not I'm not done. Start, I'm not done playing. And then I played some local professional tournaments, mm-hmm. like some 10Ks. Yeah. And then um, after that, I was like, okay, you know what, man? Like, this is great. But like, also looking ahead of time, I was like, okay, for me to really make it to start making money out of this board, that would have to be like at least seven, five years. And then I was like, okay, this is gonna be tough. First of all, I need finances to get to these places. So I was like, how can I be able to raise money? And then um, I moved to Tampa. You know what I mean? Like, literally, I didn't know anybody really. Just came to Tampa and be like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. You know? So um, Lots of tennis in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, a lot of tennis, you know? <laughs> so then I would go out at, like, random parks. Like, because there's, there's so many city parks here. Yeah. And then I would go out. <laughs> so this was, like, my line, right? I see people play because <laughs> I always carry like a basket of tennis balls. I was like playing chess when I got to Tampa. And you just it. traded the tennis ball, the oranges for the tennis balls. Oh yeah, basket. yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I see. I've been carrying it around on like a bicycle sometimes. You know what I mean? I'll just yeah. walk to the tennis courts. Like yeah. wow. But I would get there and I see people playing, and again I'm like, hey guys. Um, so I'm a tennis pro, but like my lesson just canceled on me. <laughs> But I can, I can give you guys a free tennis lesson. Yes. And everybody always be like, yes. The American first one's free. Stuff. free. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll hook them with that free yeah. lesson. You are an entrepreneur. Let's yeah. go. So they were like, yeah, do you like totally. Some of them worked out, you know, but like for me, all I ever needed was just to get that number. Yeah. You know, so they would like, some of them would give me their phone number and be like, okay, do you like, here, like, uh, I'd be like, hey, like, this is how much I charge for my lessons, but I'm negotiable, you know, because I'm just really trying to like get on my feet, you know? Because yeah. sometimes I'll be there like all day and literally like one person will like, I get one contact. Other people like, oh no, we're good. We just want to play for fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm out there, I'm, st- I'm sitting out there like all day, you know, I come back one phone number. This is not even guaranteed that you're going to, you're getting this person. Because so many of them move a phone call, we're like, hey man, you know, we just want to let you know was we appreciated it, but it's just not, we're not looking for it right now. But you know, I did that. And here's the thing though, like you cannot just coach at the city parks. So I would get kicked off a bunch yeah. of times, you know. So it was so embarrassing. Like, but anyway, to cut the story short, um, and then I was like, okay, you know what? Let me see what I can do. And then I look for like a, a club job, like I found like a, a tennis club. Um, I found a job at Temple Yard Club. 
But then while going through that, a lot of people started getting to know me mm-hmm. in the city because so many of them like literally like went over there and they're like, oh yeah, we've heard of you, man. Because I was everywhere. Like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was just that. bring out, yeah, <laughs> out on everybody. <laughs> you made the reputation. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. They were like, this guy from the parks? Yeah. <laughs> plus like you've got such a great personality so I mean like it helped a little bit I think it helped a lot (laughs) yeah you know so yeah and then the coach at the director to Yacht Club he was like all right man like we'll hire you you know he hired me and then um as it went by like it was great even though I still do some hours over there but like it's like um the city because I was like dude like y'all I love this you know so then um, I got like a nice little, really nice tennis court. And then I opened my own tennis academy over there. And now um, we work with a team of four guys. And life is good. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Just simple life. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, hold on, though. <laughs> I, first of all like I just like love how like you never gave up on tennis even though like there were times where you're like maybe this isn't for me but like it kept coming back and like it keeps providing for you it's the, no honestly though like that's one thing that I've just always felt like I don't know like at first we're just supposed to be like a fun thing but like yeah. I'm like wow like this thing like I'm good at it like you know I like right now I'm coaching right I do a lot of some coaching now and it's like it comes so natural and I love doing it because I'm like, I feel like I'm really like, so one thing that I, when this, all this stuff was happening, one thing that really drove me as well, to be honest, was like, I've just always felt like I was the chosen one. I don't know if this makes any sense. No, it does. Because it's like, I would like look at all my friends from back home, like guys that I grew up with, like my top four friends, the guys was like, okay guys, these are like, I'll be with these guys all the time. And they're either like, involved in drugs or like doing some stuff that is just not good right so it's like there's a high possibility that i would be closer to that even if i turn out well yeah <laughs> yeah you know so like to me it was just like yeah i'm i really think i'm the chosen one so which is why right now like i do a lot of sponsorship i sponsor like some teams back home you know like i'm very involved in like what's happening back home like you know just to like kind of help out because i feel like I don't know. I feel like I was the one who was sent to like kind of help everybody from back home and put my country in the map a little bit too. Yeah, 100%. you know, <laughs> yeah. Because like my, my country is so small. It's like inside of South Africa, and like literally nobody in my family or nobody that I knew had been to overseas. You know, so I even get here and nobody ever knows of my country. I was like, Lesotho, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we're a small country like, like inside of South Africa. <laughs> right? Oh, no. No, I, this is like what you're meant to be doing. And like, no matter like the challenges, you've like made it work and figured it out. And like, you're your hustle is awesome. I yeah. <laughs> love stories like that. Yeah, that just kind of been the thing. Like, it just really drove me, you know? Like, I've just always been like, you know what, I man? Like, I've seen how it is to, like, live in poverty, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, I was like, you know, at this moment, I have a choice. Like, I can either go back, you know, die as a poor man, or I can just push myself and be better, Yeah, you know? And then I was just like, you know, like, let me just walk my butt off. Whatever happens, happens. Like, you know, the worst to come. Like, I came here with $20 in America. Yeah, it's like, dude, right now, you're like, or like, 
over like a thousand percent win. Like, <laughs> yeah. even if like for any instance, anything ever happens tomorrow, I'm still good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I go back having twenty dollars. Uh, yeah I mean like also are you always this positive like when you like do you ever have a day where you're like this sucks I mean you are telling your story so casually and I'm like so happy and I'm just like I need more of this in my life <laughs> I mean to be honest I have some days but like now I've, I've been doing a lot of um meditation you uh, know doing a lot of self-care same. You know, which is really giving me, yeah, it's, I feel like, um, and I walk out, you know, which is really good. Endorphins, yeah. Yeah, you know, and a lot of people are just always like, man, we never get it. You're always so positive, you know, and I'm just like, but it's like, at the same time, like, I look at my life, you know, and I talk to my friends or like people from back home, and I'm like, why would I be like, what is there to ever be like, yeah, like, upset about, not thankful about, yeah, yeah. why would I be at like things would happen even along the way. And I'm just like, I just don't see what I'll be upset about. Like, it's like literally like right now, it's like, I'm winning. Like, yeah, <laughs> you are so winning. Oh my gosh. You know? <laughs> I love yeah, that. it was funny. Like, um, when was this? Like, I think it was like two or three weeks ago. So it was at my academy. So like somebody had like some of my people park on the side street, you know what I mean? And somebody who's like a local complain about it like oh yeah like the people are parking on the side of the road and we can walk past i'm like wow and they wrote like a whole formal email so in my head i'm like i get it but i'm like man and like back home you know you don't even have time to think about a car parked on the side street no all you're thinking about is like food yeah <laughs> like what am i gonna you know what i mean like Literally, it takes you two seconds to just make a little tennis beside the car and just walk, you know. So to me, I was shocked. Like, wow! Like, you know, like this is. I guess this is this is it. Like, once you get to a certain stage of maybe like certain needs of life, because it's shelter is provided, food, all the basic needs is provided here. So it's like that's when you go to things like that, like somebody parked on the side. But even stuff like that, I just laughed about it. Like, yeah. But then, <laughs> You know, you always have a way or you can always choose how to react. And I mean, like you make it. Yeah. You choose positivity and to celebrate gratitude. Yeah. And other every time, (laughs) you know, that's that's what I know. Like even the people like when they like little kids that are coach as well. Like and I just love seeing it like how would like because some of them are many of them are from the wealthier areas, which helps, you know, and I would just tell them like guys like I'm gonna train you guys how I used to train I'm gonna push you guys how I used to be pushed you know it's like I didn't just have it as good as you guys have it the fact that you guys are here right now you guys are paying for tennis you're getting paying for tennis lessons this is huge you guys have no idea I mean well and even just hearing you say that swimming lessons were six cents and that was too much you see that's (laughs) what I'm saying I'm like you guys are super fortunate take this opportunity like you know you gotta push yourself like you know which is some of those things I hope one day they can maybe look back and be like because there's been a lot of people that touched my life yeah and I hope one day they can uh just from the younger kids because I know like with the adults like some of them like I'm seeing changes and it's like good it's very good yeah I hope one day they can just be like wow man like because of coach Labello I can see the world a bit different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because of course, Labelle, I push myself to, I push myself a little bit more. Like, you know, like just to be that, 
that guy who is like played a part in that life like that. I love it. Yeah. 100%. You know? Um, I was going to say, I actually, it was like creeping on your Instagram and I love like you had a video and it was like five o'clock, 5 a.m. is like my favorite time of day. And it's like you <laughs> grinding on the court and I'm just like, let's go. I love it. Like, yeah, you see, I feel like that's the best time because everybody else is sleeping. No excuses. You know? Yeah. No, so, you know, what's funny though, like that has really like pushed me a little bit more because it's like. Here's the thing, like me knowing that I'm working a little bit more than other people. If I'm on the tennis court, I'm down like five zero. Guess what? That little extra guess. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. You know what I mean? To push myself to make it all the way back to five because I know deep down I'm like, I was up at 5 a.m. I'm not going to lose to some guy who slept until 9 a.m. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> not today. Not, not today. today. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is like literally the conversation that I needed to have because like, I'm very much like you. I'm like, like, let's get up early. Like just grind. Who cares? But like lately I've been like kind of in the slump. So even this morning I was like doing my gratitude and I was like, yeah, I, I need to make these habits. Yes. No, for real though. It's so big. It's we're so setting big. the alarm for like five o'clock tomorrow and we're going for a run and like oh, getting yeah, that's back. What I like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so good. Yeah, that's my schedule as well. Like right now, I've been a little off for the past few days, but um, like my schedule as well. I mean, right now, I get up at like four thirty a.m. Like most of them, up at like four fifteen, just automatically without even thinking about it. And um, I wake up at like four fifteen, and then at five, when the gym opens up, my gym closes to me. I'm in the gym. I'm grinding, and then um. At around 6.30, I go over, get a little meditation when I have time, just to like even into the day. And then I do my coaching. And then after this, like this time, take a little break, go practice or like do the little things that I like to do. You know what I mean? And then go back later in the afternoon, do junior programs and just, yeah. (laughs) And just grind and repeat. (laughs) Right. <laughs> um, I have a question. What is next for you? Obviously, you've kind of it seems like you've just always had this personality where you're gonna get what you want and like you, no one's gonna stop you. Like, no can try like flying into Kansas City and power <laughs> to the train is not gonna stop you. So what's next? I can only imagine you are someone that makes goals and is like ready to accomplish the next thing. Yeah, you know, um, okay, so this is a little weird. It's a little bit outside of the topic a little bit. Okay. But <laughs> I'm here for it. Let's go. But for my health, so I noticed like so here's the thing. Usually, like for me, when I wasn't going to the gym early morning, when I was in college, stuff like that. It was because I wanted to, um, I did that mostly because it was like, it was pushing me towards a a certain goal. Like, you know what I mean? Like I wanted to like compete, you know what I mean? And um, right now I just been like doing some thinking like, hey man, like, you know, like, cause like I, um, I'm I'm not playing as much tennis right now because of COVID that happened, obviously. So kind of shifted my route a little bit. Now I'm just like, I'm trying to see if I can do a bodybuilding tournament in October. Okay, <laughs> I know it. let's but go. Then, yeah. But then it's just going to help me drive myself a little bit more. It's going to give me a little drive to get up and like push myself. Totally. You know, but yeah, that's it. And then um, we also like, um, I'm pairing up with somebody. We're going to do um, 
we're gonna do bags like tennis bags oh cool yeah like so that's that's well when you have your first one your samples made you'll have to send me one because I have to you have to to. I have to I have to (laughs) we'll make it happen (laughs) we have to make it happen you know but um that's basically where I'm at right now and um business is good like the tennis side of it everybody's happy you know for me just like just it's just going out and seeing people like enjoying the sport. Like people like message us and be like, guys, this is like one of the few good things good in my life, you know? Yeah. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. I'm just like, wow. Like sometimes you're like, you don't even think how much you can touch people like through what you're doing, you know, but like just being out there, you know, like on the tennis court and it's like, Sometimes I see myself, I would say like some people call me a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> you know, because we hit a lot of tennis balls when you take breaks. Oh man, I hear some good stories. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that used to be my favorite. Well, it still is my favorite. When you just go out and hit with a friend and it's like on the on the changeovers or the water breaks, you just have that exactly. like conversation. Yes, yes. You know, totally. that's one of the things. I mean, was one thing that I talk to my coaches as well. I'm like, hey, dude, like, yes, like we're doing great because we know the sport. All of us have just been playing tennis our whole lives, you know. But it's also like the biggest part is just making people feel good. Yeah. You know, that's like our motto, like just getting out, especially with all the people. We just want to make them feel good because what we always feel like when people come to us, that's literally like, because some of them are like attorneys, they do all these heavy jobs right but now when they come to the tennis court they're there to like be happy yeah so that means that's why it's how I am because everybody everybody all comes to me to be happy and they're always happy to come in <laughs> yeah you know? so it's, it's like, contagious it's so contagious you know yeah. so it's like some of those things like I cannot be mad or sad because it's like I'm seeing lessons change but everybody that just comes in is just super excited to play tennis with me you know, I like mean, I would up. be too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just there like, this is awesome. Like, you know, some obviously you get to a point, you're like, you know, uh, but then next person comes super hyped up. You're like, let's go. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're so, you're awesome. Your energy is so contagious and it's just like amazing. Yeah. Um, I want you to plug where people can follow you. I like your website is awesome. You have such a cool group of coaches, even with your Academy, your, your social you. media yeah. is great. So thank you. Yeah. Tell people where they can follow you and then we'll add everything in the show notes so they can click and like get connected yeah my facebook is not as good but it's my name my first name my last name labello musese it's like first name and last name got it my facebook and then um i have two accounts so like my personal one it's i and then a m underscore labello as in l-e-b-e-l-o so I am Labello. Okay. I am underscore Labello. That's my personal Instagram. And then the Tennis Academy one, Labello Musese Tennis Academy. And over there, we just post everything that we do, the people we work with. We just post us having fun, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, we need some video. You need to be behind the camera more. <laughs> you gotta, I know, right? I know. We got to get some videos going. You're going to get a ton of people wanting to come hang out on the tennis court with you. Thanks, you know, that's, uh, that's the goal. Just come feel good, right? Yeah, While totally. landing at the same time. 
Well, I'm going to have to keep up with you. And October is our uh, bodybuilding competition. (laughs) So Yes, I mean, this is, I'm just doing this because it's like, I'm trained. I'm in the gym like every day right now. So it's like, why you might, like you suffering, you're going through all of these things. You might as well get a reward from me, LaBella. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So Um, it's like, it's just, yeah, I just want to push myself a little bit, you know? Totally. What is that? What's that? There's something called like the hard... What is it? It's like this training program. I feel like you would be great at it. The hard nine, it? hard 97 or hard 57 or something. Oh, I should look it up real quick. Now I'm curious. Yeah, I, you would love it. What's it called? All right, all right. It's like whole thing where you literally, um, it's not just, it's mind, body, everything. Okay. So it like challenges you to read. It challenges you ah. to um, run. It challenges you to work out and lift hard. I would love that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to find it wow. and I'll send it to you. I can't believe I am blinking on what it's called. Um, wow. But it's pretty cool. So it's like mind, body, spirit, like clean diet, all these things. Okay. So. I'm totally for that. Yeah. Okay. I'll send it to you after <laughs> when I figure it out. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> I, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, yeah, I guess like the last question, cause I know you've got a busy day of lessons. Yeah. Um, if you were to just leave our audience with like your life motto and just a little one thing of inspiration, even though this whole conversation has been inspiring, <laughs> <laughs> what would it be? I think for me, just always be more like where you are from shouldn't determine where you're going. Done. Like <laughs> that was a gem. Yeah. And you can always make a decision to change and Every like time. work harder and be happy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, Labello, thank you so much for chatting with me. No, thank you very much for inviting me. This is awesome. Oh, I'm so excited for more people <laughs> to hear about your story. And uh, so I feel I'm going to keep checking in on you and be in touch with you because you're just yes. like, you're like a ray of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> we'll need like weekly chats. I mean, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm for it. <laughs> oh, good. Great. Because I need a little of your energy and like, oh. Hey, we'll do like some free time calls. Hey, how are you? (laughs) I'm here for it. Let's go. Okay, I'm going to send you that workout. Thank you so much. This was super fun. You are awesome. You're everything and more than I wanted. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your story with me too. Hey, thank you so much. Like, this is amazing. Like, thank you. (laughs) Of course. And we will edit this all up and put it all together. And I'll send you all the links and you can share it with your friends and your, your clients and all your family and everything. Yes, 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 yes. Cool. All right. Okay. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting.